And this morning I want to put some things in perspective according to salvation and what it provides in the seasons of change. Now listen to me. Sometimes we are struggling with where we're at in our lives simply because we have lost sight of who we are. And in most cases, it's because someone else interjected something that caused you to think about something that you're not. And sometimes we pursue things that we will never be. Well, y'all listen to me this morning. I only got a few minutes. but I really want you to hear the understanding of how when God brought salvation... When he brought recovery, when he brought deliverance, when he brought the things that have brought you to the place where you're at now, listen to me. It didn't bring it for things to end. It brought a new beginning and a seed that will create change. Are you with me? Now, listen to me. There are things that you and I want to change like yesterday. But let me tell you something. Longevity sometimes create process, but it doesn't create change. Sometimes we get on this Ferris wheel or we get on this rat race and we never change because, watch this, there's not enough elements within the chemistry of change to create a diversion long enough for you and I to go into a different direction. Watch this. When you repent, you're creating change. Are you with me? Amen. I say, when you repent, you're what? Oh, come on, come on, come on. I say, when you repent, you're what? Now, when you create change, what you're doing is allowing yourself to make the right decision for what is necessary for new growth, for new beginning. But most of all, for what you are going to embrace going forward. Now, in the scripture, in Ecclesiastes 3, one of my favorite scriptures, verses 1, it says, To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. You see, everything we embrace is subject to a season, time, and purpose. Amen? But not everything according to its integrity changes. But the many facets, think about this, but the many facets of those that, things that have integrity that we are connected to does. Man. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Listen to me. When you cut open a watermelon, the integrity says inside of that watermelon you just split open is a watermelon. Are you with me? Well, watermelon has a number of facets. One of the facets it has is you and I. Right. Amen? But some people don't like watermelon. Are you with me? And some people do. Some people do. So watch this. You have to understand that there are different things in your life that carries integrity according to what it has, has become in your life. But listen to me. It doesn't mean it's going to change your life. You have to make a decision according to what it has become now in order for it to affect for change. 
Are you with me? I, I, listen, how many of you know every one of us are looking for something good? Amen. And we're avoiding something bad. Until we figure out something bad could create something good. Amen. Okay. <laughs> are you with me? In other words, sometimes we don't even experience good until we see the bad in something. Okay. Are you with me? I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm looking for God to do something. Amen? I'm looking for him to do something right now. And God says, you haven't taken care of the craziness over here yet. I'm not going to bless you in the midst of something bad. I want you to acknowledge it so I can clean that up so that you can enjoy it when you receive it. Are y'all with me? If I'm in turmoil, don't bring me a, a, some a fried chicken, which is my favorite. Amen? Because my stomach says I can't eat it. Right. Uh, amen? My stomach won't allow me to. And here there's a waste that is taking place. But if I receive my whatever it is that's needed to bring, oh, my goodness, excitement, oh, my goodness, lay that on some, with some fried chicken, oh, my goodness, all of a sudden, we got something good going here. Yeah. Are you with me? Think about this for a second. Having consistency helps in our everyday life to plan. When consistency doesn't exist, a carefree Maybe I'll do it today begins to rule. Watch this. That might be good for your life, but what negativity is it creating for the life of those that are in your life? So sometimes you have to understand what you represent in your own life will affect somebody's life that have now made a decision to be a part of your life. Say relationship. Oh, come on, say relationship like you mean. Listen, when you look at God, how many of you are looking at him as a close relationship and a relationship that you build on daily? Most, even believers, most believers are looking at the person next to them for their security, for their peace of mind. Watch this. For the very win or lose situation. They're not looking for God. It's true. I was a victim of that myself. <laughs> Are you with me? When I pleased man or woman, I felt a sense of satisfaction because I realized they were going to be my blessing. Are you with me? In other words, when you do right by someone, <laughs> most will praise you. Are you with me? Especially if you have a love language called affirmation. You want to be praised. You want somebody to acknowledge that you've done something good. Are you with me? But why would you put that in somebody's hands that have no idea what it means, oh my goodness, to esteem? Because it's all about themselves. Amen. Are you all with me? Listen, God wants us to be okay in who we are. Because by you being okay with who you are, you are helping me with how to address or how to embrace you. 
There's nothing worse than somebody being a phony trying to receive something real. Are you with me? In other words, relationships, if I can't be real in a relationship, then it's not going to be much of a relationship because you're not getting the real thing. You're getting something that I'm fictitious. You're giving me something that I'm creating to make things hunkadory. Are you with me? How many of you love to be, be around folks that's always laughing and grinning? Never serious. So you can't take it but anything but laugh and a grin. And when they do get serious, you're trying to figure out what happened in their life. <laughs> you're talking good. Amen. Are you with me? So know who's around you so you can be of an impact in their life because of who you have become in the things of God. Amen. Let's go to Scripture. Now, Paul is talking to the church of Corinth in the second letter. And he's putting things in perspective according to how we should conduct ourselves as those that have said, God, come into my life. Salvation is when you say, Lord, come into my life, and by faith, through grace, you are saved. In other words, when, you, when people say born again, some people don't understand. Wait, how you mean? We're almost like Nicodemus. Nicodemus said, how can I be born again? How can I go into my mom's womb? And I'm, I'm old. How can I go into no. What it means is something has transpired on the inside. Amen? And when something transpires on the inside, watch this, it should affect the outward. Or what goes on on the outside. Are y'all with me? And so Paul was saying to the church at Corinth, get your act together because you are more than you can ever imagine. When this thing that Jesus did for you was accepted by you, all of a sudden, you had, I mean, your life transformed. But if you never recognize the transformation, then you'll continue to walk like you did before you received. Are y'all with me? In other words, in 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through uh, 6 chapter, it says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. Say begun. So in other words, when a new life comes, things are in the beginning or in its infancy state. It's not all over. Some people think when, when they give their life to Christ, they have no more tax. Everybody loves them. Things are going to be hunkadory from here on out. Far from the truth. You begin to really get attacked because the enemy is now mad at you because you are going to try to do what's right. You put all your evil gloves off and you put on your gloves of righteousness and you're going to go punch in the bag. Amen. That speaks volume of how you have been transformed. I don't think so. The enemy doesn't go, hallelujah, praise the Lord. My brother, my sister have oh, reached a point in which they are now embracing God. And now they're going to live righteously until God takes them home. Don't kid yourself. The total opposite happens. The people that you thought loved you begin to look at you like, who are you and are you holier than thou? They begin to question, 
wait a minute, what happened to you? Now, when a believer questions what happened to you, you got to really question, did anything happen to them? Okay. Some of that didn't get that, but I don't have time to go into that. Say new beginnings. Come on, say new beginnings. The scripture says in verse 18, and all, and all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. Reconciling who? Amen? That's not your dog. It's not your cat. That's not your pet snake. We're not trying to reconcile animals. Amen? Hello? Hear me. Sometimes we treat our animals better than we treat our neighbors. Amen? God didn't save you so you can spend time with animals and not time with people. Animal is not a substitute for people. Not saying you can't love on your cat and put them at the table and let them eat the dog. To, I mean, <laughs> to no longer eat straps from under the table, but set them up at the table. Amen? What I'm saying to you, if you are trying to substitute animal for people, then you got issues. Because dogs, though they bark, they don't talk. Amen? So we can ask hard questions to a dog, but we're not going to get any good answers. Amen. Oh, come on, clap your hands into the Lord. My goodness, I'm doing pretty good. Listen, let me move. Listen, when you look at the things that Christ has done in your life, and he puts things in perspective according to the reconciliation aspect of it, then what you have to understand in verse 19, it says, For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sin against them. He gave us the wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appearance through us. Wow. I said, wow. Are y'all with me? In other words, you have to understand God is working in you because you have given him liberty to do so. How many are excited about that? I don't know about you. I was used by so many others and so many other things. My goodness, when I gave my life to Christ, I welcomed the ability to be used by God. You see, I didn't like people. People did me wrong. So why would I go and give, entrust my life into theirs? Are you with me? I, listen, I used to study people before I embraced relationship with them. I look for a, 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 a time or opportunity when they, I would become vulnerable to them. Amen. We still do that. Amen. It's sad when you can't sit down with your pastor and have a good conversation without thinking he's going to do you in. Amen. Are y'all with me? Say the new life. The new life provides you with the security because it's through the word that security or trust is gained. The scripture said trust in the Lord. It didn't say trust in man. It said trust in the Lord with all your heart 
and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will do what? In other words, when you acknowledge him in all the ways, watch this. You have given him the right to a path that the both of you will walk. Oh, are y'all with me? In other words, God is saying in verse 4, it says, For God says, at just the right time, I heard you. On the day of salvation, I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. Now, let me give you a few things, and I'm about done. Let me give you a few things to work with. Salvation is the created change through grace that saves our lives, save our lives to touch another life. In other words, salvation has come not so that you can receive a, 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 a fire insurance and so you, you live your life continually to go to heaven. Salvation has come so you can make a difference or be the different maker first for your own life, but most of all to make a difference in the life of the person that's sitting next to you. It's a sad day when you got a defeated Christian Trying to help someone. <laughs> Amen. Been there. There's nothing like being defeated and saying, God is able. You're running down with your head. God is able. He, he's going to come through. I know he will. Faith, faith, faith. Just a little bit of faith. You don't need a whole lot. Just use what you got. Where's that? Listen to me. God is with you regardless whether you can see him or not. God is with you regardless whether you can feel him or not. Are you with me? You see, the new life is the beginning, not the end. It's exciting, not mundane or boring. You see, the new life has not come to punish or to penalize you, but it brings increase. Increase. I said increase. Listen to me. Salvation is a recovery of what was lost, not in stuff, but relationship with God first, and then relationship with the man or woman that's next to you. You see, a man or woman or a child that has decided to receive salvation must continue to decide to live out their salvation. Paul said, we just seek our own salvation with fear and trembling. In other words, sometimes what you have to understand is do the person next to you wrong, and if you don't repent, it's going to come back to you and create something in you of a contamination where nobody wants to be a part of you because all you have demonstrated was, oh, my goodness. I used to be very destructive. And I used to create it. Are you with me? 
In other words, I used to really study the person, then put things in their path. We call them stumbling blocks in the, as the believers. Are you with me? No, I don't take a, a, a block of wood and put it in front of them and have them trip. But what I did is put things in their thoughts that will cause them to stumble. Do you know if you have influence in someone's life, you have control to a level? Are you with me? They're looking at what you provide because what your life has demonstrated is something good. Are you with me? I love my children because they sit there and they, 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 when, when they were young, even now, when they were young, they used to say, Dad, what are we going to do today? In other words, they have, have, have invested so much into what I did on yesterday that they're coming to me to say, I know there's something good for today. What are we going to do today? And I mean with excitement, with in anticipation, they're waiting for me to speak what is going to happen in their lives as if I got it all together. Some days I would just say, let's go this way. Let's go do that. Never had a plan. But because I knew what created their excitement, I could throw it out there. And it made their day. Are you with me? How many are making folks' day instead of destroying their day? Okay. Peter said this in First Peter. He says, for you have been born again, but not to a life that will quickly end. Your new life will last forever because it comes from the eternal living word of God. As the scripture said, people are like grass. Their beauty is like a flower in the field. The grass withers and the flower fades. But the word of God, but the, the word but the word of the Lord remains forever. And that word is the good news that was what? Preach to you. So get rid of evil behaviors. Be done with all deceit, hypocrisy, jealousy, and all the unkind speech. Like newborn babes, you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Cry out for the nourishment now that you have had a taste of the Lord's kindness. You see, relationships are life-changing. And most, if not, think about this. I need you to really hear me because I'm almost done. Most, say most. most. Or let me say it like this. Say most folk. Come on, you folk this morning. Say, most folk. Most folk. Think on this order. They think about how much they can allow themselves to invest in someone else without compromising what they're going to receive. You all with me? In other words, I'm not going to give no more than what is necessary for me. Because then it's more about them than it is about me. 
You need to change. I need to change if that's the way things are. You see, when you love, it's not about what you get. Because God first loved you. If you love to get, then you have missed out on the love of God's blessing. Because when you give, you're going to receive regardless of what the person provides. If you love someone that you hate, thank God that love is not determined by their hate. It's determined by God's continual love for you. And it's an agape, an unconditional love. When people used to hate me, watch this, I used to get mad and, and was ready to fight. Come on. Because people hate you, they talk about you. They make life miserable for you. Are you with me? But watch this. If somebody else is determining your life, you got issues. Are you with me? If somebody comes in here and you don't like them, watch this. If you're not careful, they just ruined your day. My brother said he's giving them too much power. Yeah? I like the word you've because you've decided to give them to them. You make that decision just like you made a decision towards salvation. Salvation come not to penalize you, not to punish you, but to bring increase. Let me say this. There are people that I know today don't like me. And guess what? I don't like them either. Amen? How do you like somebody that don't like you? I'm trying to figure that one out. Amen? If you don't like me, look at this. Well, I'm going to like you, right? <laughs> I'm going to make you like me. No. I won't tolerate it. Amen? But what I will do is I will introduce relationship to prayer. Are you with me? You got to understand something. My wife didn't like me before we got married. Matter of fact, if I know if my wife, if, if salvation wasn't on the scene, I would never have even considered marrying my wife. I wasn't her type, nor was she mine. But it's amazing what the new life will provide. It's amazing what the new life will provide. See, some of y'all should be saying amen louder because you had the same issue I had. Now you're sitting next to each other some years later. My goodness, give me some credit. Are y'all with me? In other words, sometimes what you have to understand is God brought change because of your decision in accepting him. Now you're able not to deal with, but you're able to cohabitate because you understand that it's about God and not about you. It's about purpose and season and time. And now you have the ability. Now you have the power and authority to go forward in a unity because you let it go and you grab a hold to him. Last thing and I'll quit. Listen to me. Longevity will determine the difficulties and how you and I change when something has been there for a while. 
let me, let, me, let me bring this to a quick end. God knows what you can take because he knows you. Are you with me? So you got to trust God and you got to allow the process, which could be a long journey. You got to allow the process to be completed to see exactly what you have embraced over a period of time to let it go. Let me, I'm trying to simplify instead of going back to my notes. Sometimes we've been dealing with things for a long time. Some things we don't want to let go because it gives us the authority. It gives us a heads up or it gives us a leg up. When all God's saying is give me the leg up and everybody will be okay. In other words, don't allow something that you've been struggling with for a long time to continue. Now it's time to uproot it. Ask your pastor, I'll give you a shovel to dig it up. Amen. And bury it someplace else. Are you with me? In other words, don't allow salvation to be hindered or hampered because you refuse to forgive. Allow salvation to help you forgive and start afresh, start anew. Oh, come on, clap your hands until the Lord, my goodness. Ah, come on, clap your hands unto the Lord, my goodness. What a mighty God we serve. Yeah.